Good morning, and welcome to Christ Church Cathedral. If you're uh, here visiting with us, uh, we want to especially welcome you and uh, remind you that if uh, you make communion in your home church and you're baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you're certainly welcome to join us in communion today. Um, and also uh, a reminder that there are refreshments at the back and uh, they'll be served following worship today. If you're uh, joining us online on our live stream, we welcome you as well. If you're listening in to the Cathedral podcast, we welcome you. Uh, great to have you with us in that way. Um, I might just remind you that um, you can find us online in uh, various ways. Of course, our Facebook page is uh, always uh, updated and available. Also, uh, you can uh, find us on our YouTube channel. And uh, a reminder that uh, while there is worship there, there are other things as well. So if you haven't stopped by there in a while, you might want to do that. There are all sorts of things to, uh, to look at. And it's curated on a regular basis and, and changes fairly often. So you might want to, uh, to go there. And uh, also our podcast page has podcasts for the last eight weeks or so, maybe more. Um, so you're, you're welcome to stop by there too. And you can find links to all of those on the left-hand um, side up at the top of our homepage on our website. So um, I commend all of that to you. Um, our condolences this week to... Um, Joanne McLeod, who is um, the sister of Bobby Embleton, her husband Gordon McLeod died this past week, so our condolences uh, to, uh, to them and other members of their family, and uh, also to Mike Fleming at the death of his mom, Norma Barrett. 
So if we could remember um, all of them in our prayers, that would be appreciated. Um, I'll see if I can find my way here. I had all sorts of notes coming my way. And yeah, of course, I left my notes in my other book. That's the problem with having too many books. So I need to just remember what uh, there was to remind you of. Well, our uh, Lenten programs are carrying on um, through the season, and um, Kurt wanted us to know that the book, um, Death on a Friday Afternoon, he has two copies of that that are ready for someone to read and to join in that book study, so thanks for that. Also, the, the uh, home studies that are happening on Monday afternoons, the materials for that uh, there are copies in print at the back of the church, and if that's something that you are interested in, even though you can't join the study, if you'd like to do it with somebody else or would just be interested yourself, you're welcome to, uh, to copies of the materials. Um, and let me see, there is even song this afternoon, so I would remind you about that. And uh, also to mention that uh, at the back of the church are copies of the annual report, and our meeting is uh, next Sunday, 1 o'clock, following a light lunch here after worship. And if you're able to contribute to the lunch, there's a sign-up sheet at the back on the bulletin board, and uh, it would be great if you could uh, indicate what you might be bringing next week, and that'll give us some idea of what we'll have in advance. And, Bonnie, did you have something remind us of the annual meeting yes so next uh, yep next Sunday at one o'clock and is there anything else that I'm forgetting yes Isabel's shaking your <laughs> hand of course um, upcoming this Saturday is the uh, grief share uh, event and that's here at the cathedral and that's at two o'clock Saturday afternoon so you're welcome to uh, to come along to that. And if you need more details about that, you can talk to Isabel Cutler. And is there anything else? I've probably forgotten something. Uh, but that might get us a ways down the road. So uh, thanks to all who uh, participated and contributed to our Pancake Supper this past week. Uh, it was a great event. And uh, thanks especially to uh, Gary and to the Guild of St. Joseph for organizing that. Um, always, uh, always a blessing for us, not only because of the pancakes, but because of the time that we can get together, and, and it, was a, it was a good night, so thanks to all. And anything else? No? We're um, going to worship this morning according to the Come Worship style. And you'll find most of what you need on the blue colored insert. We're going to begin with the Lenten address. Dear friends in Christ, every year at the time of the Christian Passover, we celebrate our redemption through the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lent is a time to prepare for this celebration and to renew our life in the Paschal Mystery. 
We begin this holy season by remembering our need for repentance and for the mercy and forgiveness proclaimed in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We began our journey to Easter with the sign of ashes, an ancient sign speaking of the frailty and uncertainty of human life and marking the penitence of the community as a whole. I therefore invite you, in the name of the Lord, to observe a holy Lent by self-examination, penitence, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, and by reading and meditating on the Word of God. And as we begin on the blue sheet with the invitation to worship, create in us a clean heart, O God. Come, Come, let us worship. You have been 
Almighty God, whose Son fasted 40 days in the wilderness and was tempted as we are, but did not sin. Give us grace to discipline ourselves in submission to your Spirit, that as you know our weakness, so we may know your power to save. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Peter. Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in former times did not obey, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were saved through water. And baptism, which this prefigured, now saves you. Not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him. This is the word of the Lord.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. This is the word of the Lord. Time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. At least one way of thinking about the season of Lent, the time when we prepare to once again celebrate the core belief of Christian faith, that is, the resurrection of Jesus from death, is that this is a time of journey to the cross. During these 40 days, we symbolically walk with Jesus in his days of suffering, and the destination is Calvary. A green hill far away, outside a city wall, where the dear Lord was crucified, who died to save us all. A year or so ago, a fellow told me about wanting to invite his friend to church, and it was just before Ash Wednesday, and so I suggested to him, well, why don't you invite him on Wednesday? No, not Wednesday, he said. I'd rather his first encounter with the church not be a smudge of dirt and being told that he's going to die. And maybe that begs the question, why would any of us want that? Why journey to the cross? 
Why, pray tell, would anyone want to intentionally follow Jesus through his suffering and death on a cruel cross? This liturgical year, we're reading from the Gospel of Mark. And we're a good way into the year now, and have you noticed it seems we haven't even gotten out of the first chapter. Mark is the shortest of the four Gospel accounts, but it's firmly packed. Scholars refer to Mark's style as summary statements. That means that there's evidently a lot of detail that goes along with what Mark's telling us about the good news. What we get from him, for the most part, is a high-level framework, hearing just the high points of the story. Sometimes people try to compare the Bible to a movie. If you're a movie watcher at all, you're probably aware of various styles of storytelling used in creating those movies. Sometimes, as the audience, there's a third party telling all the background details as we go along. There's this third voice in the movie. Other times we see scene after scene as the story unfolds and it makes very little sense until at the end suddenly it all ties together and becomes clear. Different styles appeal to different people. For me, if things start too slow, and Kelly will tell you this, if it starts too slow, if the story doesn't grab me in the first 10 minutes, then I'm looking for something else to watch. And even though we might try to make it so, biblical text isn't written as the script for a movie. Often, it's not even a story at all. And if you question that, just take a quick spin through the pages of Leviticus. I guarantee you'll be looking for the remote control really quickly. So we had snippets of the Jesus story even in the early verses of chapter 1 of the Gospel of Mark. And if you think about it, a lot has already happened. Sometimes we're left to imagine the details and all that's going on in the background. And at other times, like at the baptism of Jesus, Mark might be giving us information that even, that even those present at the event didn't have. The heavens torn apart. The Spirit descending like a dove. A voice from heaven 
all of that probably more of a Markan interpretation of the event rather than like a scene from a movie. What we do know is that Mark is telling us about who this man named Jesus is. Add the statement of his identity to his time in the wilderness with the wild beasts and the angels ministering to him and in a very few words we begin to connect with what Mark is claiming. This is the Messiah. Not just a human being who has the favor of God. Read on in this and the rest of the New Testament. This is God in a human being. Perhaps it begins to become more and more clear why we might be drawn to follow him. Even all the way to the cross. Now the gospel for the first Sunday in Lent is 130 words long. The first part repeats what we read just a few weeks ago. In it we see Jesus connected to every plane of existence or reality. He's in the wilderness and among the wild beasts. This not only means that he's in the spiritual place of wandering and hardship and uncertainty, it's also a reminder that Jesus was very much part of this physical world. In Jesus, God rolled up his sleeves and got his hands dirty in the creation he had made. God comes close. God is with us. Emmanuel. And the fact that the angels waited upon him and he was confronted by the devils, by the devil, I think should just tell us that Jesus is keenly aware of the spiritual forces and realm about which so many of us conveniently choose to claim ignorance. The angels are there because it was the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit who rendered the separation between the heavens and the earth. Because Jesus is not just Jesus. Jesus is not just the beloved of God. Jesus is God himself. In him, the kingdom of God has come near. And this is the background that we need and that gives context for the questions asked at the time of Christian baptism. Do you renounce Satan and all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? 
Do you renounce the evil powers of this world which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? Do you renounce all sinful desires that draw you from the love of God? Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your Savior? Do you put your whole trust in his grace and love? Do you promise to obey him as your Lord? Why would any of us want to journey to the cross? Why, pray tell, would anyone want to intentionally follow Jesus through suffering and his death on a cruel cross? Because. Because. It's only by going through the physicality of our existence, through the cruelty and suffering that is part of being a creature of the world, that we reach the life we are created to live. Eternal life. And that's a life that can start right now and also takes us into our future. In Jesus, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. Amen. We're going to continue now on page two of the blue leaflet. And there on the left-hand side of the page, you'll see an affirmation of faith. You're welcome to remain seated if you wish. And we'll um, say the affirmation together. We believe and know that Jesus is the Holy One of God who has come into the world. We believe that he is in the Father and the Father is in him. We believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing we have life in his name. Amen. We are baptized to lift up, day by day, all the needy world to God. Let us pray for all who are in need, saying, Have mercy, O Lord. For the Church, that all who have found God's promise in the waters of baptism, may we enter gladly into the testing time of Lent. We pray, Have mercy, O Lord. For all we have been asked to name, the province of the Episcopal Church of Sudan, 
Isaac Ixil, their primate and bishop, the Canadian Council of Churches, DAS, its president, members of the executive committee, and member churches, the diocese of Ho and Matthias, their bishop, that all may know the presence of God in this Lenten season, we pray. Have mercy, O Lord. For the growing church, that those who are called to be ready for Easter baptism may walk with us these 40 days and know both Satan's testing and God's reign, we pray. Have mercy, O God. For St. Hilda's Anglican School in Belize, Jane, their principal and teachers, and the Cathedral Scholarship students, Sylvia, Cable, Corey. Give thanks for those who financially and with prayer continue to support them. We pray. Have mercy, O Lord. For our world that all living creatures may find goodness on the earth. Our home where life and death may both be found to be God's blessing. We pray. For de deliverance and in the wastelands made by our greed and indifference. We may fast from evil and grow hungry for justice, we pray. For ourselves in this congregation now gathered, that we may strain forward toward Easter, caring for our sick and our needy, remembering our dead, especially Gordon McLeod and Norma Barrett. Believing that in every deed is the good news, we proclaim, have mercy, O Lord. For all those who we have forgotten and have claimed to our intercessions, we pray, have mercy, O Lord. God of wild beasts and of angels, of water and wilderness, remember us. Remember all whom we remember. Remember the covenant you have made with every living creature for that is our bond with you now and forever. Amen. And we continue now with words of confession as we say loving God arrest the false gods that have diverted us show us the deceits that have blurred our vision unmask the poverty of our goals and longings expose cheap values that parade as virtues save us from the rift between Christ and us and deliver us from cheap guilt and trivial remorse. Forgive us, Lord, through your Son, Jesus our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy upon you. Pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen and I'll ask you to stand. Having heard God's holy word, 
that word proclaimed, our affirmation of faith in response, and our confession and words of forgiveness, we now exchange the peace of Christ. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
God, our refuge and our strength, receive all we offer you this day. And through the death and resurrection of your Son, transform us into his likeness. We ask this in his name. Amen. During the Eucharistic prayer, the great thanksgiving, you're welcome to remain standing or be seated or kneel and uh, be in whatever way you find yourself most comfortable. In this prayer, we offer to God our praise and thanksgiving for the whole of his creation, and we give thanks for the gift of his Son, Jesus Christ, who came to die for the sins of the world, and we pray for God's church and for the power of His Spirit to breathe His life into us as we do His will in the world. It is truly right and our greatest joy to give you thanks, Creator God, for you made the world and all that is in it. You called us into relationship with you, providing all we need for abundant life. Yet we turned away, violating our relationship with you and acting with violence toward one another and all creation. Yet you did not reject us, but through the prophets continued to reach out and restore us. Over and over again you have made covenant to be our God, calling us to be your faithful people. You are holy, Lord of hosts, and blessed is Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. You sent him into the world, calling us to repent and to welcome the kingdom you bring. Tempted in every way as we are, he never sinned. Instead, he turned away from violence, teaching us the way of peace. He rejected power that corrupts, choosing instead to live as a servant among us. Showing the depth of your love, he offered us the cup of the new cup, sealed in his blood. We give thanks that the Lord Jesus on the night before he died took bread and after giving thanks to you broke it and gave it to his disciples saying take, eat, this is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me. In the same way he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant sealed in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. In this Lenten season, we rejoice that we share in his baptism, in his dying and rising again, and we look with hope for the kingdom of God in its fullness. Gracious God, as your spirit hovered over creation, as your spirit descended like a dove on Jesus, your beloved Son, may your spirit now hover over us and descend on us and these your gifts of bread and wine, that the bread we break and the cup we bless may be the communion of the body and blood of Christ. By your spirit, make us one with Christ and one with all who share this feast. Bind us in covenantal love to you and to one another in the church, 
that we may reach out to the world with justice, freedom, health, and unconditional love in Christ's name until the promised day of your kingdom. Through Christ, with Christ, and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor are yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. As our Savior taught us, let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us We break this bread, you make us faithful. The gifts of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
As we stand, let us pray. Faithful God, in this holy bread, you increase our faith and hope and love. Lead us in the path of Christ, who is your word of life. We ask this in his name. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. So, if there's children here today, I think a lot of families are away for the long weekend, but we have instruments to play, so any children here, would, I would love them to come up. And just to confuse things, they're on the opposite side of the central aisle than they usually are, but they are here. And if anybody has, is, is a child in spirit, please come up and join them. You're also welcome to pick up one of them and take them back to your, to your chair if you feel you don't want to be on display. <laughs>